0: Welcome to my testimony and today we have our part two with Pastor Joe. We continue the story. So uh, Pastor Joe, welcome again to my testimony for your part two. Thank you for
1: having me again.
0: We're looking forward to continue the story and to uh, hear more about your journey where God has brought you so far.
1: So welcome again.
0: Amen. Amen. So before we continue with Pastor Joe's story, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, thank you so much again for Pastor Joe and for his story. Thank you for his family and thank you for all that you've been doing for him so far and what you continue to do in his life. We pray that as he continue to share his story with us that we'll be blessed and that we'll be drawn closer to you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. All right, so Pastor Joe, last time we talked about all the different facets from when you were born all the way up to you actually starting your ministry and the different ways in which you came into that um, point. So let's continue the story from you are now a pastor, you are doing your ministry, and now your private life and what is going on there.
1: Yes, uh, I started out as a minister in a district of uh, five churches. And uh, it was a beautiful start, I believe. Looking back, I had a lot of uh, blessings, opportunities. I remember that... uh, one of the great experiences uh, we had with that church di- district is that we built two churches from scratch. Yeah. One uh, in a city. Actually, we had to do uh, demolition before and then mm. build a new church. Wow. Wow! Okay. And the other one was out in the country, a smaller Church, but it, it was a great experience, a journey that uh, started with uh, challenges, mm. and uh, those kind of uh, repeated challenges uh, have never left me because wherever I went as a minister, I always had to do some sort of uh, construction work. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Either uh, so, so you're so work, yeah. building. So, so, we never had construction of
0: plantation, so you're the, oh, the one who brought planta- construction to us. <laughs> yeah, well, uh,
1: it was unbearable for me to see how the building was run down. and uh, uh, You couldn't help yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. So, from day one, when I walked in and I saw the sanctuary, I said, hey, this is a... 20, 30 years behind, we <laughs> okay. have to bring it to the twenty first century. Right, but anyways, right. So, so that that was uh, uh, the challenging part of it. On the ministry side, though, uh, we had a great experience. Uh, one one year, I remember we we did a, a special prayer uh, journey with uh, people waking up. Uh, up at five o'clock in the morning praying for people mm-hmm. wow. and uh, that year our baptism the number of our best baptisms uh, tripled mm. compared to previous years wow. okay wow. and uh, then from the first district mm-hmm. I uh, was elected uh, to be the education department director at the conference. Oh, wow. So from that point on, uh, I was in charge with school and uh, kindergartens in the conference. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was also teaching during that time. Hmm. But that's, that's the time also when I uh, went through one of the most profound, the deepest dramas uh, and traumas of my life. Mm. Mm. I went through a divorce. Okay. Uh, A divorce that happened after two years, a little over two years of uh, marriage. Mm. So, uh, that experience was extremely, extremely hard. To the point where um, I feared I was going to to lose my ministry. Thank God, you know, on the ministry side mm-hmm. and uh, my work with the education department, teaching, um, doing choir, band, uh, and whatnot. Uh, that was a very, very uh, uh, fruitful. The time of my ministry,
0: okay. So that,
1: that somehow brought balance and, and helped me gain stability. But by and large, um, going through a divorce, I believe is is a tragedy for anybody, um, and it may be even more difficult when you are a minister mm-hmm. and uh, you are perceived as a role model. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, judged accordingly. You know? Right. Yeah. So that that really was uh, a breaking point of uh, of my uh, life. Uh, but you know, uh, it's amazing how God uh, can uh, bring you back even from ashes. Mm-hmm. Because then, uh, after two years, that's when I decided to eventually uh, leave the country and uh, come to the States. Right. Originally with the intent uh, of going straight to Andrew's University and complete a doctor, doctorate, a PhD in New Testament uh, studies. Okay. But then, uh, when I uh, arrived to the States, I realized uh, it was too late for me to be able to convert my visitor's visa into a student visa and uh, I had to wait for probably half a year until I can uh, get into the next semester oh, okay. okay and uh, that's when God diverted me back to pastoral ministry Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, from there the Romanian temple uh, down here in Miami and that's a, that's a story of its own, uh, North Miami Beach and then plantation. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And here we are, you know, eight years later, mm-hmm. um, heading to another place of uh, God's call. Uh, And uh, you know, it's amazing how God brought my life back Mm. to normal, Um, gave me a beautiful family. Mm. Um, My ministry uh, has been uh, blessed greatly. I've been uh, on a journey, uh, on a ride, you know, uh, that um, Blows my mind, you know when I when I look back and, and see What I've been through, right? right, wow. right. So you, you met you met
0: Ander when you when you came to Miami
1: Well, actually not uh, This is this is uh, what happened. So um, Before before I left the country uh, We were already dating Okay. Okay. And uh, I came over here in twenty thirteen mm-hmm. while she didn't have a visa. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So you have to know that this is Eastern Europe, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Romania, mm-hmm. and they will not just throw you a visa like that. Like that. Right. 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 Uh, and uh, the thing is, if you get married there, then the risk. Is okay. you will not get the visa exactly. right. as a as a newlywed couple. Right, exactly. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I left. Uh, I came over here, and then uh, two months later, she got a visa to come uh, visit an educational institution because now at that time she was um, the the education department. Secretary or administrative assistant uh, Mm. at the conference, and she she was also uh, doing the music department. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's that's how we got to know one another
2: Mm.
1: through the music. uh, Yes, music music was our first encounter. Mm. She she used to work with all kind of uh, groups of singers and uh, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a she had a flourishing uh, music ministry right. back in, in Romania in those days, mm-hmm. and uh, our collaboration started with a song. Uh, we were preparing for an evangelistic series, a televised um, evangelistic series with one of the um, vice presidents of the GC, oh, okay. uh, of the conference, Armando mm-hmm. Miranda. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we were part of, uh, of the, um, the organizing team, and uh, we were sitting in the meeting, and uh, they asked me to not, – not, not, not even that – before, uh, before every, uh, anything else, uh, the conversation was, okay, we should have a hymn of this event, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to be the translator as well okay. from Spanish. Uh, but uh, we were talking about a hymn,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, somebody came uh, with the idea that we should have the song. Um, what, is, what is the title in English? That's it, Lord Take My Hand. Lord, Take My like Hand. hand. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have the lyrics of that song in Romanian. Okay. So I said, "Hey, yeah, uh, that's not a problem." I, I think Anda came with the idea that we should have that song as uh, the hymn, the 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 team song, theme song the team song. Theme song right. Yes, right, right. and um, I uh, I said, "Okay, I can do lyrics for that song, no problem."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did the lyrics lyrics of the song, and then she said later on, she said, "Okay, so I I have these uh, groups, you know, and we always." need somebody to do lyrics mm-hmm. because uh, we take um, music from um, the international repertoire mm-hmm. and uh, we would need somebody to do lyrics why wouldn't you um, just create lyrics for us we'll pay you oh wow okay okay uh, but at that time i told her hey listen i don't need anything uh, i don't need to be paid uh, in my mind i thought you will pay later
0: well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know it. What was the name of the song? Take my hand, precious Lord, take my hand.
1: Yeah, precious Lord, take my hand. Yes, That's
0: yes. It. So, but you, you see, you see how I'm not saying anything guys because there's a lot of thoughts going through my mind right now. Because yeah, I they, know. T- yeah. take my hand. You know, you, those, you you took her. You those, eventually took those her. Those
1: thoughts hand. were in my mind as well. <laughs> <laughs> but but remember, I was, I was. Oh my uh, goodness! Uh, you set her up uh, after. <laughs> yeah. I had just gone through a divorce, mm-hmm. so my my life was still uh, in pieces. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, that's that's how our collaboration started, right? Mm-hmm. And from then, uh, from that point on, we 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 started working together. We did a lot of uh, music together, projects um, that we worked on. Yeah, and uh, it evolved into what it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, uh, I realized uh, I, will, I will leave. I will uh, come over here. And I told her, hey, listen, I'm planning to go, but uh, I, I want you to come with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, she was, she was uh, taken aback first uh but then i explained hey um, don't have to say yes right now just think about it right uh, but of course the visa was a, a challenge and right. uh, mm-hmm. yeah family and uh, mm-hmm. you know living in a new place leaving everything behind right mm-hmm. It's, it's a pretty rough experience. It yeah, it's, it's a big sacrifice. Especially when, when you go to a place where you do not have uh, everything prepared for you mm-hmm. and uh, uh, just ready for you to walk in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and even that, you know, it's amazing how God prepares things in advance. Right. Even if, humanly speaking, uh, you don't know what you're embarking on, You know, there's a very interesting uh, passage in the book of Revelation when the woman um, has to flee into the wilderness. Yeah. And it says that there, that uh, to a place prepared by God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how uh, our experience uh, started out here. So I came in the month of July 2013. Uh, in August, mm. I was asked to come down to South Florida, to Hollywood, where okay. the Romanian temple is. They wanted me to preach for a Sabbath. Okay. Okay. Their pastor was living right right at that time. So uh, they asked me, hey, uh, since, since you are here and uh, we, we really uh, appreciate you, why won't you stay and uh, just uh, take care of us? Oh wow! But of course, that can't go that easy because yeah. you need documents. You cannot stay in America exactly. on a visitor's visa, right? Right, right,
3: right.
1: not for long, right? <laughs> in any case, uh, so uh, I, I was uh, connected to the conference at that time, and uh, the conference told me, Florida conference told me, "Hey, uh, the, the challenge is the pastor is not actually leaving; he's taking sabbatical." He's going to complete his doctoral degree. Oh. So that's, he's taking a leave. Okay. So the position is not, not open. Mm. And uh, you, even even if you, we could give you something, we couldn't give you more than part-time. Oh. Now, a part-time job in America is not good enough for you to be able to then uh, submit uh, your the visa. application. Yeah, or for a green card, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can get a, a worker's visa, mm-hmm. an R one visa. It's mm-hmm. a religious worker's visa, mm-hmm. but that that is good for two years and a half, and you can extend it once, but that's it. Right, right. Uh, so then uh, the conference uh, turned down my my application first. Then they turned me down a second time. Wow. Mm. Uh, uh, and in the end something something amazing happened because uh, I was I was accepted and they gave me another church as well to pastor oh. so it was sorry the Romanian temple and North Miami Beach
0: oh, okay oh, wow. okay
1: um, Yes, so so then uh, so that that happened uh, throughout uh, the months of August, September, October, uh, but in the month of October, Anda was able to come over. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, she came in uh, October, uh, and around that time, I was accepted by Florida Conference. Mm. Then we got married in uh, December. Hmm. Yeah, she she lived in in uh, Georgia while um, hmm. we, we were waiting for our wedding to happen. Okay. And uh, then in January I had my documents in, hmm. and I was able to uh, start my ministry. January twenty. 20- Fourteen, right. Uh, Yeah, so, and then ever since, you know, we've been living in South Florida, Mm -hmm. and then uh, God blessed us with two beautiful children.
3: Right. All right, so you were at the Romanian temple and the other church that you're passing, North Miami Beach. How did the transition to plantation come about?
1: That's another story that uh, happened very interestingly. Um, remember at that time I had been in the country for, um, three years and a half roughly.
3: Right.
1: And I got a call to Chesapeake conference, which is mm. a conference, uh, in, uh, Washington DC area. Right. We even went there for the interview, mm-hmm. but in the meanwhile. Uh, the conference, Florida Conference, reached out to me and told me, "Hey, uh, Plantation Church has been without a lead pastor for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Why won't you uh, take over Plantation mm-hmm. and uh, continue your ministry here in the South?" Okay. So that's that's how that's how uh, we came to Plantation. Okay. We went to the interview up in uh, uh, Chesapeake conference. Mm-hmm. But I, I prayed and I, I told uh, the Lord, Lord, I'm coming to, to see what's going on here. But I want you to close the door so that I can see you are closing it if you don't want me to leave South Florida. Okay. And this is what happened at the interview. Uh, at the end of the interview, because, uh, that specific church was looking for somebody that has background in small group ministries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at that time I didn't have uh, too much experience in that area of ministry. Mm-hmm. I told them, frankly, Hey guys, uh, it may not be me what you okay. need because I don't have background in small group ministries. Right. Okay. So the conference told me, "Hey, okay, it seems that it's not the best fit for the church, but we have something else for you." But when when I saw the door closed, the door for which I went up there for an interview, mm-hmm. I I knew, I knew that uh, the Lord was telling me, "Okay, go back and uh, plantation is your place
2: okay Okay. so
1: uh instead of instead of uh going on and uh trying to figure out what else else? they would have for me i knew that my place was here Mm -hmm. so yeah we started at plantation in uh, april 2017 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm right and it's -hmm. been a a wonderful journey Mm -hmm. i uh I learned a lot as a minister here,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I believe uh, God has, has been preparing me uh, here at Plantation for the next stage of uh, our ministry, where I can bring what I learned from Plantation and mm-hmm. with Plantation, mm-hmm. because I believe we have been together on, on the journey somewhere else because you know plantation as a church is unique in many ways Mm -hmm. Um, one of one of the uniqueness of this church is that uh, we the the people that are part of this local church have have the courage to start doing something new Mm -hmm. to uh, try their hands at something that may not even be uh, accepted uh, by mainstream uh, Christianity. Christianity. Mm-hmm. right? And um, I believe one of the challenges we have in ministry these days is keep doing what you have always been doing yeah. without any success. Right, mm. right. Uh, when instead you can try something new. Exactly. And that's one of the features that I very much valued at Plantation. And uh, yes, um, the the journey, the, the way we, uh, with the leadership of, of the church, we try to figure out the direction of the church and uh, the discipleship process of the church, the fourfold uh, mission-orientedness of the church connect grow serve go right uh, so all, all of these have uh, have been a a great uh growth a journey now of course um, covid-19 has uh, been a challenge right uh, as for anybody else but i think we are at a stage now with uh, the building being uh, refreshed where somebody can uh, take the church to the next level, yeah. and uh, the Lord is calling me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But uh, I believe there is a lot of uh, great next step here at Plantation. Right. So I'm looking forward to see how how things will evolve here. And mm-hmm. uh, again. A lot of uh, the know-how and um, the expertise of uh, Plantation Church mm-hmm. would be very useful somewhere else. So I am looking forward to be able to uh, tap into the, sor- the resource and energy of, of Plantation Church in the future too.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, man. Uh-huh. so awesome. e- every step of your life that you've been to... Um... different churches how have you grown spiritually at at plantation uh, for you personally
1: yes uh, one one of the most basic elements of uh, development of spiritual growth at plantation has to do with prayer okay Mm -hmm. not everybody may know this but uh, the prayer backstage of plantation church is uh, very strong mm. very effective very efficient there are experiences stories that clearly show that god works god is at work right. so for me that's that's one very important element of growth Seeing prayer not not just uh, on an individual level but as a corporate reality. Okay, I have not had uh, such a strong prayer ministry activity in any of my churches in uh, in the past. Okay, so I definitely will start out my next phase of ministry emphasizing the importance of. Uh, of prayer in church life. Mm. Another very important element is learning or, or going forward in this journey of, uh, of empowering people. Mm. In ministry, one of the killers of uh, progress and development is uh, hanging on to power. Right. And uh, I learned at Plantation in various ways how to not rule or overrule or micromanage what is happening. Right. Uh, But give freedom and empower people, Uh, deploy people and tell them, hey, you can do this. Okay, I'm going to support you. Right. And you guys know, because uh, mm. uh, I, I always try to encourage projects. Mm. Hey, do it, do it. Uh, I cannot do it because the pastor can do everything. Exactly. There are some things that the pastor does. Right. But, uh, but if, if I see lay people willing to do something, even if it looks crazy at first sight, but there's a mission impact. Uh, that is in view. Mm-hmm. I would uh, wholeheartedly endorse that, right. and try to try to do my best. A, a third component that I would mention. Up to up to uh, the time uh, that uh, we had here together at plantation, I had never been involved in uh, the social life of the community mm-hmm. on the justice side. I know social justice can have uh, a distorted mm-hmm. meaning as well, at Related. least to some people's uh, understanding. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there is there is a biblical way of being present in your community and make sure that the neglected, the outcast, the, the abused mm-hmm. is... Uh, Taken under your wings and uh, protection, right? And you do something significant mm. to change the life of those people, right? Right. And that's that's a new component that I learned at plantation. That is connected to something else that uh, was uh, another growth uh, component, which is um, completing my doctor of ministry degree and of course because uh, of the way this whole educational endeavor is uh, shaped and uh, plays out Mm -hmm. plantation uh, as a church has been part of it right right i i uh, created my demon project based on uh, the need of plantation church and i uh, applied I implemented the project here and evaluated it here. And what I did is I worked with teenagers yep. and I prepared them for uh, prophetic preaching. Yep. Mm. And a very uh, significant component uh, of prophetic preaching is when God talks to His people and even to the enemies of His people and takes the side of the oppressed right of the abused right mm. and god tells them hey stop it right stop <laughs> it change your ways don't do it mm-hmm. this cannot go like this and, and and these two components somehow came together in my growth experience because uh, now uh, i i saw how the younger generation vibrates yeah. To a God that is not indifferent right. to the toil, to the hardship, to the abuse that some people uh, suffer.
2: Mm.
1: On the contrary, God wants you to fulfill the divine mandate, which says, uh, love mercy, do justice,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and walk humbly with your God. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, for some reason, I, I don't know exactly why. In Christianity, and uh, I would say more specifically in Seventh-day Adventism, we were focusing only on the love, mercy part, and somewhat on the walk humbly with your God. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's true. We
1: almost totally neglected the do justice part. Yes. And again, I'm not I'm not for for aggressiveness when it comes to uh, this uh, component, but I'm I'm uh, for standing up speaking up uh, speaking truth to the abusive power yeah and help those that have it hard to breathe no so that that clearly is something that uh, i learned i learned uh, while uh, at plantation Mm. then the media impact what it means What it means uh, to uh, uh, to be there, to be one hundred percent in the virtual world, while Mm -hmm. you stay one hundred percent connected to real physical world. Mm -hmm. Let me let me uh, share a little snippet of my experience with this call that I just uh, received. I've just received uh, from California. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't have anybody in that church that I personally know, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. I didn't know anybody at the conference either okay right uh, I have a friend that lives in California uh, and uh, two years ago when when we spent uh, a weekend in California my wife and I we uh, we spent some time with this friend of mine and I almost jokingly told him hey listen yeah. i i Imagine myself one day pastoring uh, on these hills, right? Because Southern California is uh, very beautiful. It's mountains and uh, the ocean and um, the desert, uh, right? So, and and that, but that was it. Now, at the beginning of this year, I'm speaking with him uh, on the phone and I'm telling him, uh, hey, you should come and visit us. Mm. And he said, well, you know, because uh, they have a, a little uh, child, um, one year old, I think. And he said, no, I don't think it's time for for us to go there. But he said, you can uh, can come over again. And and he said, hey, you you said uh, you would you would uh, pastor here, so. Yeah, and right. I said. And right. Almost again, almost jokingly, you know, hey, listen, uh, what what's the position to apply for? I don't know any, anybody there. Right. And he said, hey, there's a there's a, a church. I know they will have an opening sometime in in the summer. At least I'm hearing the pastor is gonna leave in the summer. Mm. Uh, and then he said, oh, I I heard about another church, but that was quite some time ago and i'm not sure if they are still in the process or not right but he said hey let me let me ask i, I know somebody from from there let me let me ask
2: mm.
1: and uh, and uh, but I, I didn't give it too much attention at right. kind of times. and he comes back to me uh, some time later and he says hey i'm i'm hearing that uh, that church uh, still doesn't have a pastor i don't know where they are with the process Mm. because the church has already submitted a list of like 30 plus names to the conference so uh, I I don't know uh, where they are but hey try to uh, get in touch with the conference <laughs> and then, then I'm thinking about this uh, and uh, one day I, I was speaking with uh, one of my mentors um, through the Throughout the doctoral program, mm-hmm. and and bring it into the, the conversation, and I say, hey, do you happen because I knew that specific person, Dr. Hyvet Williams, mm-hmm. she used to pastor in Southern California.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So
1: so I'm asking her, hey, uh, have you have you ever heard about this church there? And she says, yeah, that's a beautiful place.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, she says. Uh, would you would you be interested? <laughs> I, and I said, Hey, I, I I don't I don't know anybody there. I, right. Exactly. right. How, how how would I be interested? Because uh, you you have to to be able to approach mm. that situation somehow. Mm-hmm. And she says, Hey, I'm gonna ask uh, the um, conference secretary uh, if it's still it's still open. Okay. And uh, that's, that's how it all started out.
2: Oh,
0: wow. uh,
1: and then I'm, I'm hearing at one point because uh, she asked uh, the conference secretary and uh, he said, yeah, we are still we are still searching. Mm. Uh, and she said, hey, I, I have a, a brilliant candidate. That's, that's uh, how, how she she voted it for, for you. Okay. And, and right. he said, he said, OK, uh, tell him to send me uh, his resume. Oh,
3: wow.
1: And I, I did that. And then I, I'm, I'm hearing I, uh, I was in the selected pool of the people that in the end the conference was going with to the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the church can uh, select from that pool. Right. So they, they, they would boil it down. That's, that's how right. the process usually right. works. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they select from there then. And in the end, I'm hearing uh, it's two of us now uh, in, uh, in the pool. And uh, they asked me to go for an interview. Yeah. And uh, here I am. They asked oh. me to come over and pastor the Laguna Niguel as the church in Orange County, California. Wow. man! Wow. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that uh, life is, is made of, of small little things, you know. Yes. yes. Uh, you never know how the Lord will use one person here or there. Right.
2: Yeah. And
1: and uh, uh, what one of my experiences in life has been that uh, if you if you get to know people, keep that relationship going somehow.
0: Amen. Yeah, yeah, of course,
1: you cannot be you cannot be uh, buddies with everybody, right? Because there is distance, there is responsibilities, life is just so, Mm so Mm packed. But hey, keep that relationship because you never know. Mm. You never know how, uh, especially in the American system. Uh, And I I don't want to debate whether it it is good or not. Right. Uh, I'm saying that this is what it is. Mm It depends a lot on who knows you. Right. Right. Yeah. Relationship is because, because, because when you submit your resume, you have to put some names down there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they may even call them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, never underestimate how God works through relationship. Right. Yeah because because uh, based based on some some uh, remote people you know mm-hmm. that you encounter somewhere sometime in your life mm-hmm. god may bring the puzzle together yeah. and give you the next uh, segment of your life, life.
0: amen yep mm-hmm. mm-hmm. always does yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: so it, it, that's 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 what makes it so uh, so uh, special to me because I don't believe in pushing or forcing anything uh, in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. God, I want this desperately, so please give it to me. Right, right. No, I, I believe in, in God's leading, but I'm fully aware of the fact that God works through people. Yeah, he, he has angels too. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not uh, discarding them. Mm-hmm. But uh, in human uh, context, he yep. uses human beings mm-hmm. quite often.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen. amen, amen, amen. Yeah, and, and it's very important. That's why God said, you know, the two commandments: love God with all your heart and all your soul and your neighbor as yourself. It's all about relationships.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's all about yeah. loving God yeah. and loving others because we all need each other, mm-hmm. and uh, and God uses us to open doors um, for others too. So,
1: you know, and isn't it isn't it amazing when when you see how how things happen in your life mm-hmm. because of somebody that was a key player somewhere. Yes. Exactly. Yep. And that yep. that human being happens to be somebody God brought you into relationship, relationship. before.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yep.
1: Yep. So yep. Yeah. It
0: reminds me of the story of, of Joshua, Joshua and, and Moses. Joshua was a key a key ally with, with Moses and he took over, uh, but he was trained by Moses and he was there as a young man being trained And, and, by, and
1: by the way, that's another very important uh, point to make uh, when it comes to plantation. Plantation has a, a somewhat different leadership structure and process mm-hmm. in which it is emphasized how important uh, mentorship is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I was speaking mm-hmm. briefly about uh, my experience with the teenagers. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens with this segment in the church the teenagers. Uh, when, when they are children, they are in children's Sabbath school, they do their programs, okay? Uh, it's, it's all wonderful. Mm-hmm. But then there is an age when they are too young to be children, right. but too old to be adults. adults. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they are in between. And that's the most insecure phase of your life. When you start discovering yourself, you don't know where your gifts are. Mm. And most of uh, teenagers would say, I don't want to do anything. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And we have neglected that segment. Mm. So what I learned is that if you uh, approach them the right way, with something that their heart uh, beats for, yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, right, uh, right now, in, in America, not only it's it's somehow in the mentality of the younger generation this this uh, component of fairness of, of justice, mm-hmm. because because uh, they have been presented many of them a god that is not really fair. It's not he's not really just.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: So, if you know how to how to present the beautiful picture of of God in the Bible, the one that cares is there for you mm. and uh, does things for you. Mm. But He really wants you to be uh, a decisive factor in society, in your church, in your family, wherever you are. Yeah, they will immediately resonate with that okay and uh uh, i was training them uh, to preach Mm. and and that's how you shape the next generation of preachers yeah yeah right if if you lose them in this age bracket they are gone for good most of them
0: yes it's true
1: so mentorship 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 all departments they 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 should have a continuous chain of passing on passing on yeah yes uh, the responsibility the baton mm-hmm. right uh, i i'm impressed you know for instance a plantation church has a very good uh, platform very good visibility on social media mm-hmm. right and uh, much of that work behind the scene is done by, by young people.
0: Yes, it is. Even children.
1: Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they maneuver the camera. They uh, press the buttons. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And, you know, another learning uh, component. When I was a teenager growing up in the church, I, I was blessed to have been gifted With music and poetry. Right. Mm -hmm. Because in those days, music and poetry used to be the two main components Mm -hmm. that uh, make you somehow seen in the church. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. just take the back seat. Right. It's true. Mm -hmm. Today, it's not the same. It's much Mm -hmm. better, actually. Mm because even if you you cannot speak or you cannot sing there's a lot of valuable work you can do amen exactly.
0: yes mm. yep okay.
1: never in the history of christianity mm. was in technology so useful for the gospel as it is today amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. amen amen
3: so when you look back to the part of your life which was like the breaking point of your life And now you fast forward to now this point. How do you see the progression? How has that been for you?
1: The most difficult time of my life was uh, without any question that painful divorce. Mm. And uh, uh, for quite some time, I had all my questions, you know, with regard to that, mm. and uh, it is it is a, an extremely consuming mm. experience, and I'm I'm saying this for the sake of those that have been there. Mm. Um, for you, if you have been there, you have to know that. That does not necessarily define your life, your trajectory. Okay. Okay. God can take it over Mm -hmm. and relaunch you. Mm -hmm. And he has done that so many times with so many people. Yes, yes. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's not Mm -hmm. easy because you always have the human factor in it and sometimes even if god wants to uh, bring you around some human beings will always try to put mm. you down and keep you there exactly yeah it's exactly. Mm-hmm. but hang in there hang in there god has amazing weights mm. if i look back i i cannot i cannot imagine you know a better written um, book for the movie you mm. know <laughs> than the one than the one that God wrote and there is another aspect here um, for those that have never been there
2: mm. Mm.
1: I've noticed I, I've seen it in my own experience mm-hmm. that uh, those some of those that have never been there, will make it really be a mess for those that have been there Mm -hmm. and that's not Mm christ-like
0: right right Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: god doesn't find pleasure in uh, trying to constantly remind somebody and uh, um, somehow make him or her feel you are less than just because of this.
2: Mm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I had that experience in life. I know it's painful. Nevertheless, it's amazing again how God uses people mm. for good and bad. Mm. You know, that breaking point helps you reevaluate who you are and uh who your friends are Mm. who surrounds you Mm -hmm. i had people that i i thought were my friends and uh, i had to sadly realize they were something less than wow i had people that i had no expectations from and yet they proved to be the real comforters right Mm -hmm. Uh, through it all and uh, reevaluate reassessing life I see everything I've been through as a blessing amen yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm uh, I'm happy about what happened mm. but I'm happy about what made out of what happened right right at that point I I thought what happened Happened to me was very unfair, uh, very, um, very bad. You know, just something you you can't, you can't swallow, you can't digest.
2: Mm.
1: Here you are, um, six years into your ministry, um, doing doing uh, all it takes, uh, investing all all your energy in it, and out of a sudden you, you're just discovering yourself in this pit, mm. right? And from a human perspective, some people would have uh, thought, okay, that's the end of it. Right. Mm. Thank God it was not. Mm-hmm. Thank God he had uh, his ways of uh, uh, lifting me up. Uh, setting my, my feet back on solid ground. Mm. <clears throat> uh, and uh, I got to the point where I I do not blame anybody right mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, uh, quite often when you are going through it, you have the impression everybody else is guilty for what is happening to you. Right. Okay. Realize, okay, even if I didn't do anything wrong in a conventional sense you know mm-hmm. you still you still were part of it you know and uh-huh. and you cannot just blame your ex or your uh, in-laws or whoever else you know that may be guilty right yeah, 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 yeah. you have to understand you were a human being in a human context as well right and uh, just the way just the way God uh, has his ways for you to bring you back and uh, uh, set you uh, back on the right track mm-hmm. he has his ways for the other party as well and uh, what what I, what I try to emphasize here uh, is is something I learned in in uh, the turmoil in the um um, tornado in which i I was or or uh, hurricane if you want yeah all right Um, somebody told me this listen this too shall pass yes Mm -hmm. but remember one thing you have to be you have to stay a human being even after this passes. Exactly. Many people, especially in, in a church setting, forget to stay human mm-hmm. when when they are going to those kind of experiences. Right. Um, it shall pass, but you have to stay human. Right. And God will honor your honesty, uh, even if you say hadn't made mistakes, right? Mm. Because there are situations when when you clearly have to have to blame yourself. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, it's all because of me. That's that's all on me. Mm. Even then, even then, um, God has His ways. If you can humbly accept Him to work on you. Amen. Right. Amen.
0: Amen. And the other thing we gotta realize too yes. that um, that's a part of life. It's a part of us. It's a reality of us in this world of sin. And um, yes, we all suffer from the um, from the results of sin, whether or not we choose to. So this was, um, you know, this this was a result of sin in the world. Um, just like when we lose a loved one through death um you know you you grieve the same way when you when you have a
1: divorce i guess you know and, and um yeah, so, uh, yeah some people say it's even worse mm. because when somebody dies uh you have a time of grief grief right right and then you move on mm. exactly when a divorce happens it can be much more complicated especially when kids are involved yes uh, that time, that experience, is not erased from your brain, from your mind. Mm-hmm. It's like in a bracket. Mm-hmm. And uh, God helps you to be able to handle that reality. Yeah, um, And uh, I'm emphasizing this because, you know, some people go on in life and then uh, whatever happens in life, they say, Oh see, yeah, this is all because of that, you know. And, mm. and then they go back there, right? And dig it up again. Mm-hmm. And the entire life can become a mess. Yes. Where whereas you know on the other side, I think my life, my family, you know, uh, my wife, my kids, us as a family, we we can testify to the the fact that. Uh, there is family there is beauty in life mm. even yep. after a tragedy like that happens yes yeah yep. and when i say tragedy it, tragedy it is a tragedy yeah mm. um, yeah don't don't try that tragedy yeah mm. yeah yep. mm. all right
0: wow. all right pastor joe thank you thank you so much <laughs> for sharing mm with us uh, your journey so far yeah. and I know um I know you have a lot more mm. you have a lot more in the tank man so I know yeah. God has a lot more for you mm. um and uh, we just want to just um we're gonna keep in touch with you you're not you're not getting away from plantation yeah, know, right? not because yes as, yeah, as yeah, I, not I be, said I'm not yeah.
1: planning to because I I know I know what I'm leaving uh here uh-huh. uh and uh I'm not leaving because uh, I I found uh, an easy place, you know. Right, 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 It's not me, it's not me. Right. Uh, I, I wouldn't think like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving on because uh, I see uh, the place prepared by God, mm-hmm. and I, I see how uh, what I learned, what we learned together here at Plantation can be um, used uh made fruitful mm-hmm. in a new setting yes mm-hmm. amen 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 awesome. yeah awesome. awesome
0: yeah we're gonna we're gonna definitely miss you and yeah. um want to thank you personally uh, myself and don we want to thank you do. personally because um as you said before god places you in the right place at the right time he does. and i think you were you were placed a plantation yeah. for uh, a very uh, critical time when myself and Dawn needed someone like you around. Yeah. So we want to thank you personally yeah. for being there for us, through everything, yeah. and um, just wish you nothing but the best. And yeah. as you said, you're not getting away. We're going to be in we'll touch with you. You,
1: <laughs> you know, guys, uh, had I not been where I had been, mm. when... Uh, by God's grace, we are placed together, and uh, I could be a part of uh, your journey. Mm-hmm. I would have probably acted totally differently. Oh, wow.
2: wow wow
1: and and see that's that's where God shapes you through mm-hmm. your um, bad experiences. Mm. Um, my experience, where I have been, has taught me, to be much closer to those that go through similar situations. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of course, every situation is unique. Right, right. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, generalization is very damaging. Mm. But if you suffer with God, that shapes you in a positive way. Mm. Yeah. And and I I thank God that I, I could be close to your hearts at The right moment, amen. 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 Amen.
0: Awesome. All right. So, Pastor Joe, again, thank you so much. Mm. And, um, you and Ander and your two beautiful children. And, uh, Ander is such an amazing musician, too. (laughs) (laughs) You guys' ministry. I know wherever you you go uh, where you are, God is just not going to bless you guys. And, amen. Just continue to keep close to Him. Yeah. Keep close to Him. Amen.
3: All right. So, all right, we're gonna switch it up, Pastor. <laughs> I'm gonna let you pray us out this time. Wow,
2: all right, wow,
0: uh, you see, don't usually prays, what she wants you to pray, which, yeah. which is appropriate. I yeah. no, think, um,
1: yes, Pastor, it. all just, right, yeah, just, I, I just second. want to encourage you guys to continue uh, this project mm. um, endlessly <sighs> because my <laughs> endlessly. testimony. My testimony has been a blessing to many people. Mm -hmm. I see how every single week you have hundreds of viewers Mm -hmm. on this show. Mm -hmm. And that speaks to the need that uh, people have a place where they can share their hearts, Mm -hmm. a place where they can see the way it is. Yeah. Right. Right, Yeah. And uh, when people hear real talk mm. from real people, yeah. they understand they are not alone, alone. on the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, Other people have it possibly the same way or similar ways. And uh, we all depend on God's grace. Amen. 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 Let's pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for... Uh, don and collins ministry through my testimony and i want to thank you for each of those children of yours that came on this program and uh, shared their testimony mm-hmm. may their testimony and my testimony be an outpouring of your grace mm-hmm. in the hearts into the hearts of those that need it the most, mm. in Jesus' name, through the Holy Spirit, Amen. 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 amen, amen. Okay. All
0: right, Pastor Joe. Yes. Um, until, until until the next. See you again. Until the next episode. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Until, until we come of over course. to California. And we'll we'll, probably do
3: another testimony. Yeah. On what's going on over there? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, all
0: right. All right. Then, so take care and yeah. um, God bless, and God we'll, bless we'll talk Jesus. soon.
1: Love you Take care.